0: Welcome to the Mumbrella podcast from the studios of CBS Interactive. I'm Tim Burrows. With me, Mumbrella, Deputy Editor Camille Alacron and House Party founder Scott Rohde. In today's podcast, we look back at the year in telly and we examine Flossie's sudden exit from the online display business. We also debate the death of Toyota's Wolfie the Werewolf. So we go first to TV ratings for the year. What are the main numbers, Camille?
1: Well, main numbers, well, it was led by Seven, and there was no big surprise there. Um, We all knew it was going to happen, third year in a row. Number one in primetime, number one in news, current affairs, breakfast TV, so no surprises there. Um, Seven with a 28.8% share in primetime. In the free-to-home
0: main channels.
1: That's right, including ABC and SBS, followed by Nine with 26.8% and 10 who had a good year with a couple of new uh, Australian content Australian shows on 22.2%
0: and then a little bit behind the abc on 16.4 and then way way behind sbs on 5.8 which probably sort of reflects their budget as much as anything else mm. so um so yeah well let's let's look at the channels one by one maybe kicking off with 7 and we'll bring we'll bring scott in at this point Seven, your flash forward, I guess, was, was one that you, you 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 were a late convert to. I'm still seven. enjoying.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've done well this year. I mean, you just have, a look, have to have a look at um, the shows that they've got, you know, in the top 20 at the moment. You, um, we've got, uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I wasn't sure. You're looking at me perturbed there, Tim. Um We've got, uh, the new, obviously they've got the news there, you get Packed to the Rafters, uh, we've got Thank God You're Here, World's Strictest Parents, Border Security, um, 7 uh, seven News Again, Find My Family. I mean, when you look at the top 20 TV programmes on average, you know, they're pretty much nailing it there, let's be honest.
0: It's seven's year, isn't it? I mean, it's funny, if 9 hadn't pulled a couple of tricks out of the bag, then, you know... Then, then it yeah. really would have. They had pulled dominated. Underbelly out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. Seems
1: to be the big win in yeah. drama, Australian drama, and just um, drama in those two categories. Yes. well oh, that's suppose the one thing yeah. about Underbelly.
0: So this was this was the second series of Underbelly mm. is um, not seen as quite as well crafted as the first one. Um, maybe kind of rushed to air slightly more because they had a hit on, on their hands.
2: Yeah, I think one of the things that actually really stood out for me in the top twenty TV programs was what Australians want to watch and. It, you can see it's Border Security, followed by RSP, RSPC, Animal Rescue, followed by Surf Patrol, and Triple, Z hero, triple uh, Zero Heroes, all on Seven. Um, and obviously, the Australians want to see a lot of those reality TV esque programmes
0: where they follow real people doing real jobs. Yes, it's almost like you can never have too many beach rescues, really. Yeah,
1: But Seven seems to really nail that, um, that category, though.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you're doing really well in factual, observational documentaries with as you just said, like, world's strictest parents? I mean, who would have thought... Who would
2: have thought it? The biggest surprise to me was uh, Midsummer Murders. I mean, you know, BBC show, all very twee and twiddly and kind of more on the Agatha Christie-esque, and there you go, there is slap-bang number 17 in the... Bang at number seventeen. Hey, you know, know, number there se- are TV programs there—that's
0: <laughs> not bad. Yes, it was. So, uh, that was the funny thing, isn't it? I mean, the ABC um, tends to rely very he- heavily on their Wednesday nights, mm. as well, with the likes of Spicks and Specks and the Green Transfer and that sort of thing. Um, before we move on from nine, though, um, not all successes, few misses, or not quite hits. Um, dance your ass off! <laughs> I must admit. I mean, I think people will quote that for years to come as the sign when things had, you know, really gone wrong at nine. now, Camille, you you were out of the country at the time, but did did, did I said
1: the country and did, then it, did the it smell spread there. to
0: the u k for dancing your ass? All?
1: no, I have n no, I just saw this um I saw the name of the program on our rundown list, and I was like what the do you mean so that you can dance on channel ten? but no, you actually meant that and yeah. i was I caught the YouTube video and I couldn't actually finish watching it. I was slightly disturbed by it
2: yeah, it still shocks me that somebody actually went no let's let's actually put that on air. I mean that has got be one of the worst. Um, decisions of a year.
1: Well,
0: shall I pose a conspiracy theory? On Throw that at me, it? come on. Yes. My only question is: It was shortly before Go launched the Nine's yep. digital channel, mm-hmm. and I wondered if they thought that if they could get a moderate audience, they could then transfer it across to Go and just use the main channel to introduce people to it. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if that was the method to the madness rather than just an insane programming decision that was what they had in mind. But the thing was, it's so derided. It, I don't think it, it, yeah. it it's barely popped up on I think I uh,
2: never ever go as a uh, Fox Mulder to a Halloween party with that if that's your idea <laughs> of conspiracy theories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I like to think that that, that you know the uh, some of these you know most perple- perplexing decisions must have potentially have something in it Um, Wipeout was another one that wasn't you know wasn't kind of massive Um, and The Apprentice I was disappointed that that wasn't bigger. You were disappointed that it wasn't bigger? Yeah I I had high hopes beforehand I really did and I know it did okay in a lateish night slot but um, it was never one of those programmes you'd talk to your colleagues about the next day
2: I think people people enjoyed the American one um, I think because of the main personality behind it um, and I think when you replicate a show, although the UK one's actually quite successful, but um, I think that maybe they need somebody else to take on that you know, big yes, boss slot. Yes,
0: the Mark Burroughs, who perhaps didn't quite have the, the character for it. That would be very interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is another um, another series of it. There have sort of been a couple of hints they've dropped that seem to suggest that. But yes, perhaps with a different presenter would a might different, be interesting. Uh, different boss. Yes.
1: Someone a bit more forceful, perhaps a bit more... What's the come aggressive, over I think. Come over Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, okay, well, 10 were set to have a disastrous year, really, back in February and March when the negotiations were being done. Mm. Everyone was expecting a share of about 20% for 10 and that that would be good. But then along came a little show called MasterChef.
2: Nailed it every time. People just loved that show. I've never seen so many of my friends who don't really watch shows like that run home from the pub to catch the next episode, it
0: mm. really freaked me out I went to a MasterChef party the night of the final wow. where people kind of cooked and, and the funny thing was as I was leaving my house to go to the mm-hmm. MasterChef party, two of my neighbours were having friends arrive, also having MasterChef parties
1: Yeah, I mean it's a perfect example how, of how a franchise that's been when I was in the UK, it, was already, it had already passed its peak but it was still really popular but it's a great example of how that franchise worked whereas the likes of Apprentice didn't mm. Um, and an interesting, moving kind of um, forward a little bit, getting me ahead of myself, the um, Survivor series coming back online with Samoa. Have you heard mm, about it? I'm promo? thinking
0: this is just, surely this is just for the off ratings though. It's not yeah, going to be a hit. This is, is true. It?
1: But I mean, I'm surprised they even brought it back, even as well, an off ratings show. It's
0: off ratings. It's any old rubbish and you'll be grateful for it. I can honestly say I've never watched Survivor, so yeah, sorry. Mm. Not even Survivor Newcastle. No done Survivor Glasgow a few times (laughs) but yeah Uh, and one more just while we're on 10 um, 7pm project launched this year Mm. High Hopes again you know nice idea 7 o'clock stripped through every day you know live panel five sharp people never quite nailed it in the ratings though again no Uh,
2: I just don't think I just don't think people wanted to watch it enough I really don't I just Mm. didn't have mass appeal Okay, Camille, you look like you're about to make a point. <laughs> yeah, there. It did
1: have a bit of um, success. Ten had success with their um, talking about your generation mm. program, um, in new programs in the new program category in light entertainment. So, I mean, I don't know if they expected it to do as well as it did. But um, Sean McAuliffe? Sean mm. I um, can't even pronounce his name, but well, I'm currently a big fan appearing of him. at the
0: Opera House with Stephen Curry in the um, the revival the, the 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 Cook and Moore sketches. So yeah, um, a man on stage too um the other interesting thing is digital channels um that's been big this year Mm. with um abc2 probably had already launched but certainly this year uh, nine's new channel go so general entertainment ten prior to that launched one which was the sports channel and then seven belatedly launched seven two and um very soon after this podcast goes to air um, the ABC launches their third digital channel which will be the kids channel so digital is coming along and you know you're, you're beginning to see the the effects of that already you know the fragmentation so you know we're getting closer and closer to the digital channels taking a 10% share
2: but remember this you know more channels doesn't necessarily mean better programs no not at
0: all but what it, does, what it does do is it fragments the audience mm. away from you know from those main channels um, which the advertisers are going to have a heart attack about? Well, I think the hard thing for a media agency is it's it's harder to build up that reach fast, isn't yeah. it? You know, if you're if you're trying to launch you know launch a brand big, then you know you can't just mm. you know stick it on a couple of channels at seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah. And you're halfway there. So that's half of the problem is. But equally, um, as they keep nibbling away and maybe ten falls below twenty percent share, mm. the argument will be that a media agency can actually have a schedule that doesn't include 10 on the schedule at all and then that will completely change the game again yeah. potentially so or certainly you know, a a main channel might miss out and that will change the way that TV is mm. negotiated.
2: I think we're really living in interesting times at the moment uh, You know, in regards to all of this and uh, i think the next 5 years the way the the industry is going to play out will be definitely something to watch
1: I, I mean it's kind of digressing a little bit but on the old the whole media fragmentation issue which we you know is is long discussed but perhaps that's why we're seeing so last night um coke launched its big summer brand campaign and they did, they did a roadblock across the free to airs and pay tvs simultaneously to, um they also broadcast on radio um ran right online Activity. Um,
0: massive, so yeah. massive presence was, on YouTube a, as well. Yeah, it was
1: a roadblock across um, the various media, not just TV. So maybe that's a case of okay, fragmentation, and let's just um, do one big road, roadblock, not just on TV, not just one medium, but across media, several media.
0: Which is, I suppose what you have to try and do really isn't it if you're going to try and you know reach that distracted view- distracted viewer um The other interesting thing is um ABC's making available programs online, so that's either downloading their vodcasts or streaming it through the ABC player. Now um, they 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 put out some data to to go with this end of the year stuff, and a couple of interesting things. One of which that really struck me was that they're now getting uh, more than a million visits a month to ABC iView. Well, mm. I think um, I think Good Game is their most downloaded show. Yes, uh, that's yeah,
2: right. Yeah, yes. um, And you know that's that just goes to show that kind of, well that's a reach of video gaming that, that the people those people aren't watching traditional television. So but they'll find them elsewhere yeah they go find but they know the programme exists and they, thanks to, to ABC they can you know, jump on and download it um, and that I was looking at um, obviously Playstation 3 and Xbox in the UK well I think not Xbox yet but they're about to will be launching they'll be able to have BBC's iPlayer and it would be nice interesting to see if ABC if ABC Put that onto well, Xboxes
0: and PlayStation 3s here. Well, uh, the, the deal's already done with PlayStation That'll 3 So, um, it'll, yeah, it will be interesting to see if the Xbox one follows. I've, I've got a funny feeling there may have been an exclusivity period or something. Mm. I, I can't quite remember that.
2: But, but that's, um, I mean, that amount of, you know, I'll be interested to see ABC share then when you've got so many kids with those. Consoles in our house that are the one the things that are always on the television, and rather than actual TV, mm. and also tracking it, measuring it, will, yeah.
0: be, will be very hard as well. Okay, well, still with digital. Um, sad news this week about the Flossy Media Group. Not so sad that they've gone away because they haven't done that, but they launched very, very interestingly early this year. This idea of sort of putting together this network of women-focused websites and blogs and, you know, selling advertising across all of them. But um, this is one you've been, you've been looking at, Camille. Not, you know, a bit of a retreat, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, they launched in, um, in New Zealand um, September of last year and just in, in Australia about July this year. So quite new to the market, but from gathering from the feedback that we've received since we posted the story up on our website... A lot of people were quite um, supportive of their model. And I think they, they quite
0: were, liked them as well. They were nice yeah. people. Yeah, I so must stop talking in the past tense, because they are still going to be in the market, but just in a different the They are still well. nice They are still nice people, well. yeah, i yeah.
1: see. <laughs> so basically, um, Janine um, Freer made the decision that um, they're going to step away from the online display ad market. Um, they don't own their own content, so they aggregate um, content from online publishers, and they bring them all together on flossy.com. And so basically what they were doing is they were selling, um, you know, cutting deals, selling online display ad deals and packages um, on, the, on the strength of who was on the publishers on their network.
0: And also they, they would feed those ads out onto the publishers' network. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. That's model, right. Yeah.
1: But um, one of the issues that um, they faced was, firstly, um, they say that they were first to market, so there were no other sites like them. Um, in the past year and a half, there have been other sites that have launched similar to them. Um, they also they don't own their own content um, agencies were obsessed with you need one million eyeballs to make this worth our while and then she said they would buy ten percent of that um, so what they're trying and also the whole the whole issue of cost per click cost per click still you know it really it's just still the general currency you know it's still an issue for the industry so they're now taking the route of turning to one-on-one communication so for example um, first of all, cutting the number of p- online publishers on their site from 49 to probably half in the next few weeks so that come January they'll have, as she liked to say, quality instead of quantity. So they'll be focusing on working with um, advertisers to create, say, branded content, integrating um, content into social media, um, newsletters, competitions. So working with a smaller number of publishers together with um, the advertisers um, that excludes online display advertising.
2: Mm. I, think, I think, again, it's, it's content. That's that's the key to, to surviving online. You know, if you've got quality content, people will come back to it. And also, should point out that I can't take the name Flossie seriously because of Blackadder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's true. For anyone who's seen Blackadder, it, 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 it gives a completely different meaning, really, doesn't <laughs> it? Um, yeah, I, 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 I suppose from... From my point of view, you know, I, I remember when we launched M Umbrella, yeah. and you you'd say to people, you know, well, you know, what 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 model's best for us? Would it be through a sort of you know, a rep house or sell it yourself? And just the answer is generally, if you if you can sell it yourself, the advice most people seem to say is, you know, if you can give it the focus, then yeah. probably you, you know you can do better than. To be you, honest, um, and I like to think that down the lane, the the um,
2: the world of the middleman will be getting cut out more and more thanks to to digital, um, because you know there's a lot of these little middlemen surviving all over the place. Uh,
0: middlemen like Google, for
2: instance. Uh, no, they're, they're they're far too big to be killed right now, um, <laughs> and let's be honest, I actually use them more than anybody. Uh, but no, they're I mean they're they're well they're a publisher more than anything else. Actually, they're an editor. With everybody being publishers, you know, and they just decide what content arrives on the front page. Um, I'm thinking more of things like
0: um, AdWords, for instance,
2: mm. where, you know, that's, taking that's, a that's, the that's, way through. that's the other side of uh, online, that's the only way they survive as well. But I think the, the middlemen, what they're doing, is, uh, what Flossie were doing, Um, And they've obviously realised that for them it's just not working. And I think it's going to be interesting to see the next model. And if the
0: next model survives, then you might see a lot more people trying to follow that. Which moves us neatly on to another um, online model, which is News Limited are just dipping their toes into online gaming. So this is a nice little widget that sits on the DailyTelegraph.com.au site. And you can play along with people all around the world because the the company have teamed up with suppliers elsewhere to play various trivia games for no money, or for a small amount of money you can play and potentially win a prize. Yeah. So, um, do you think this is the solution to the future of monetizing online news? Is to get so. people to the bring people to the site with the news and then well, we get them to play games. We discussed
2: this other week that um, you know when 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 we watched in newspapers the. The moment people would complain the most was if we messed up the crossword, and people love fun little games. Um, you monetize them, you know. If you if somebody you know, forks out one dollar fifty to to play a quiz and they get, they say they win twenty bucks next week and they go, "Wow, I might try that again." And you know, it's just another. It's pokies on a newspaper I guess. It's got the potential to be.
0: It is. And I think that's the thing we have to be very, very careful, because I think they would probably make the argument it's not actual gambling because you're 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 playing game of a, skill. a game of skill and you're up against maybe three other people in your mini game, so you'll pay your one fifty and you might win two seventy yeah. or something. I
2: have a problem though with kind of games online at times. Um, I remember when not being very good at them. Well no actually. I play a lot of video <laughs> games. Um it takes me back to when uh, remember Scrabble um, or Scrabulous was on Facebook and I started playing against people and you know it was fun until every single of my friends went to one of those anagram sites and just typed in what they had available and it would give them full words so it kind of negated it so what if you're sitting with some playing against Somebody who's got three screens set up and Wikipedia set up and the trivia questions, they're just typing
0: around the questions. They'll have to move very, very fast, though, because the timer does go down quickly. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's still that potential. I speak as someone who tried it a bit <laughs> over the weekend. And did you win? Do you know what? I didn't actually pay money. I just joined in on the free version, and, of course, I was brilliant.
2: Look, and if if it, gives them, if, it, if it allows newspapers um, to continue in the current form online, then it can only be a good thing.
0: Do you think they will, though? Do you think it will be a main revenue stream? Uh,
2: well, I don't know if it will become a main one, but I think it, uh, every Counts, but to be honest, if they can, um, you know, if they can get the money out of this, people, uh, if people, if ten percent of people stop playing pokies and put it in that, then News, uh, News International would have uh, the best research team and uh, investigative journalist team in the world, probably. That's
0: very true. Kamel, mm-hmm. uh, cool. success.
1: Well, it's already kind of um, done well in terms of uh, Murdoch's UK titles, so mm-hmm. the Sun, for example, and. and a different bingo i think bingo does really well for Amazon um, sun website oh
2: everybody loves bingo in scotland and <laughs> the uk
1: so i mean i think it's it, it makes sense okay
0: well i've noticed that we've got a very online focused today actually westfield and facebook we've talking about facebook already um they've been annoying users i think anyone who's been on facebook in the last few days has suddenly seen half of their friends status updates tell us that they're trying to win some westfield voucher Um, all I want for
1: Christmas is a Westfield gift card I have to admit I was that close to um, pressing that button and updating my status Just because, I mean, I think I was the target audience, and I I wanted that free $10,000 Westfield gift card, quite frankly. there
0: you go. So why didn't you?
1: Well, because then you just... Well, first of all, the expression in your face was was annoying enough as it was. (laughs) And I somehow in the past had accepted you as a friend on Facebook, so I just didn't want to deal with that. Um, (laughs) And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be... um, and impartial, and you know, I'm biased uh, as I was writing the story.
0: Rather than spamming your friends. That's
1: right. Okay. Um, so.
0: I'm glad I talked you out of it, though. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm not so. I'm not so much. I'm not. I'm not terribly convinced yet. But anyway, I'm moving thought, on do, now. Do you still have time? On. You
2: could click on it just in the last day or something I, like that.
1: Possibly, I could. I'm going to look it up.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, look. You know. Great. Great campaign to roll out, uh, but I think that breaching
0: breaching the terms and conditions. Well, I think, right? see, I, yeah, but
2: I think there's a lot of campaigns out there that breach the T's and C's. Um, and I've spoken to a few people about this, and you know, a few of them have mentioned certain certain brands that have done it. But as long as Facebook don't seem to
0: act on it, then I don't. Th- I think people will continue to 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 keep doing this. Well, it's um, funny you, you you seem to get them stepping in sometimes late in the game yeah rather like do you remember the um, Whopper Sacrifice Yeah, one from earlier in the year from the US where uh, I think, was it you for every dele- 10 you friends did delete you a deleted? Friend. Yeah. yeah. For every 10 friends you deleted, you got a free Whopper, I think it yeah. was. Right. Um, but of course, Facebook only stepped in when it became hugely popular, and suddenly the number of connections and friends started plummeting, yeah. and then suddenly it was against well, the actually, with this
2: one. Um,
1: Facebook was involved. We have to remember in this case that yeah. Facebook worked with Westfield and their agencies to create this application. But they've been very quiet since, and exact- they declined yes. to comment. They're well, something else I was going to say
2: was um, if somebody's under 18. Can they click on this app? You know, how does that work? And, you know, because gambling laws, I don't think, or Is even that a game, well, even games of skill, I don't think MD under eighteen without parental consent can actually take part in Australia. So, what if somebody who's mm. fourteen and clicks, I want to win this? I mean, what happens then? If they, uh, by law, are they they should be allowed to enter, um, or should they be allowed to enter but they just can't win? I'm not sure. what uh, my legal stuff isn't great, maybe we should get a lawyer on the next show and ask him.
1: See, maybe I should have. Um um, downloaded the application and um, opted in, Tim, and I could have answered these questions right now. Well, the T's and
2: C's you can actually still if. you can view the T's and C's even if you don't take part. But
1: is there an actual extra step um, button? Perhaps an extra. I, step don't, on I didn't you, take part in
2: it. No. What what most people seem to you you complain to about to was the step. fact that you gave them access to your um, status update whenever they choose. Mm. So if they now want to go out in the last day and say, everyone the Westfield vouchers are now available or there's a special one for you, blah, 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 you know, get spend $100, get 110 worth of credit or something. They could do that on everybody's one. And you can imagine when you click on your Facebook, say 100 of your friends have that, and suddenly your entire stats updates are all of that. The
0: wall of Westfield. The other thing, of course, is it's not just Westfield. I know I'm talking to one or two people who've got friends in the US. Target are doing a very Mm -hmm. similar project over there as well. So it's not even, you know... The kind of fear of
2: mine is that suddenly a hundred companies want to do exactly the same thing and I just use only Facebook and I just go, yeah, I'm walking away from this. Yeah, it becomes
0: completely polluted, doesn't it? If every brand does it, then suddenly um, the, the the use of Facebook updates becomes useless. And I speak as someone who is guilty of tweeting um, stories. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> and, then I, 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 and then automatically post them onto Facebook at the same time as well. Huh. Okay, um, that's the Wastefield application. Flip, the Bondi flash mob We talked about that I think when it first came along But a month on I was taking a look at the numbers for this Because it's exactly a month since it happened And everyone was a bit sceptical So for those that don't remember It was basically it was a flash mob on the beach Everyone had a bit of a dance Lots of hidden cameras Surprise, the few passers-by who were there A third of a million views hmm. That can't be anything but a success, surely um, Well, yeah I mean, The branding's not great on
2: it which I suppose is one of the, the shame things about it, um, but which one's got the three quarters of a million? The the third of a, m- yeah, the
0: third of a million is the the, the more raw first edit. Yeah, so it's, that was the, the original that, one that went out. Yes, and that's the one that's still sort of racing away. And then the the kind of cleaner director's cut. For once, a better well, I think word. I that's got about seventy-five. Yeah. I think 000. the lesson
2: there is the first one you put out is the one's going to get you traction. Yes, um, and you know, Text One Hundred did this, and
0: you know, good luck to them, well done, you know, congratulations, guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, also, I think Text One Hundred uh, Razor and Curious yeah. Productions are oh, well, all well. Good luck to you all. We're all involved.
1: They're certainly getting a, a good um, airing on this podcast. Well, um, um, part three of Flip's Bondi Mob.
0: <laughs> well, well, the other thing that's been getting a good airing is the Toyota Yaris, which is finally the the live pitch has come to an end. We don't know the winner yet, but um, but December the first was uh, or thereabouts was the last day for that. So this is where five agencies, including and this is the declaration of interest, Scots Agency, were all um, showing what they could do in social media with fifteen grand to spend. Um, and um, to promote the Toyota Yaris um, and some interesting different things but the development that I most liked um, in recent days was the one being done by one green bean and host for a werewolf in a Yaris this by the way was Wolfie the werewolf who if you tweeted him he would give you a lift and actually I, since we last spoke I had a lift from Wolfie Wolfie get, took me from the office to something at the opera house, which was very nice of him. And he stayed in character the whole way. He howled when I walked out to the car. Right. He played um, Thriller on the, um, on, on, the on on the stereo, and um, he even had a kind of you know sort of spooky scratch card game as well, which I again in the game of chance I didn't win. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good. Anyway, um, Wolfie is dead we learned no on umbrella what that's the most pantomime no ever as you <laughs> know well, well we're gonna we're time. gonna
1: um put some backing music behind that no we? yeah
0: <laughs> so um wolfie was going to pick somebody up um, in uh, kings cross when um claire Werbeloff the chick chick boom girl popped out we're of gonna the boot you said the shot right way though,
1: tim chick chick boom is that right
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, you nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. Spot on there. Yeah, I, I think we've got plenty to sample there. Yeah. Um, So, quite a nice little ending. I, I I, rather liked it, I must say. Now, Scott, I'm not going to put you in the awkward position of even answering the question whether you liked it or not because they were a rival. Um, Camille, what did you think?
1: Look, I when I first saw it um, on screen, I actually thought it was hilarious. And um, subsequent comments um, after we put that up on our site's... Um, they called her, you know, why would you want to be involved with that liar, that attention whore? You know, fair Ooh, enough harsh. comments. Yeah, very, very harsh um, that you'd expect perhaps from, uh, who knows. But the
0: point was, it, as a surprise, it worked very well. Oh, now, the surprise factor. The, the question is how it goes viral without people knowing what they're going to view before they watch it. Um, right. So I sort of, when I retweeted it, I certainly tried to keep the surprise intact so once people know what the surprise is mm. because it was very, very funny when she popped out of the Yeah, movie. there
1: was, there was no, you weren't expecting it. I've was. not seen
0: the video yet because it's not there. It is, yeah, no, it it went up briefly and then came down and then YouTube immediately went into maintenance mode and then we headed in to record this podcast so by the time you hear it, it should be back up there. Now, i um, that wasn't the only technical difficulty today news.com.au had their own difficulties didn't they um, oh that was interesting actually yeah yes <laughs> so, so, so two today actually so first of all um, well, it was just
1: a bad day for news.com.au really yeah. it
0: was yeah so so, firstly there was the well actually let's go right back in history we were talking about MasterChef earlier oh wait actually before you even do that
2: can I just say bah humbug to all the Christmas advertising at the moment because I'm so fed up that it's been running for like
0: two months now it is already yeah. um, the worst thing now is I saw an ad the other day that was one of the lines is, aren't you tired of all those Christmas ads? And it's when they have a Christmas ad asking you, are you tired of the Christmas ads? In you November. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but next year there might be an ad asking, if we're asking us if we're tired of the Christmas ads that we're tired of. So um, yes, I join you in your humbugness. Thank you. But yes, um, so news.com.au, they, they covered the, the drama of um, the Liberal um, spill. Mm. Now this... Actually, in fairness to news, they did, I thought, exceptionally well on The Punch. Yep. Covered all of the dramas live over a couple of days very, very well. All the latest breaking. The Punch, Punch
2: has been doing actually really well in the last week. I've been quite impressed, which is unusual for me to say I that. think, you know,
0: when it's a big political story and there's a lot happening, it's quite fast moving, there's, you know, there are, there's That's when a lot they're it, information, yeah. and audio and video, and they pull it mm. all in. That goes very, very well. Um, news Limited, less so... In that they announced Joe Hockey as the winner. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately. Oops, big mistake.
1: Joe, did, Joe, did Joe Hockey know about this?
0: <laughs> I think it came as a surprise. The actual copy was right. So clearly mm. they'd expected it to go the other way and written the headline beforehand. And um, Probably had
1: two holding stories ready. Well, this was the Do odd thing, think? because I don't
0: think on this occasion they did necessarily, because as I say, the copy was right. So you, yeah. you,
1: they just had a holding headline then. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe they'd created the... Oh. the page
0: it. and then flooded the text and then they went... It's a wrong
2: headline And then they yes. killed The entire news section At the top of the page Didn't they
0: Well this was later on So this yeah. was a nightmare day For news So once they got it right People managed to sort of grab the picture and twit-pick it, so that was there. But then um, a few minutes later, and for a good 15 minutes or maybe even half an hour, there were no news stories on the news uh, news.com.au homepage, which I think was just a separate technical problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was certainly a bad day for news, um, not least, of course, because it was reminiscent of their sister paper, The Telegraph, reporting the wrong winner of um, uh, MasterChef all those months yeah. back. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, those, I think, are our main topics. Looking at the time, we're just about out of time. Scott, anything to cover apart from your Christmas curmudgeon list? uh, no, no. I'm just. Uh, I've
2: had a, I've had a busy week this week, so I haven't. Yeah, I'm afraid I've got nothing really to add to. to nothing the to bring
0: to the party. I bring Camille. nothing.
1: Nothing. I might just. Um. Um. No bug No bahumbug for me in terms of uh Christmas uh, ads, and I might go back to the office and click on that Westfield application.
0: Yeah, go oh, on. Win the ten grand. That's all from this week's Mumbrella podcast. Thanks, as usual, to CBS Interactive for their production help, and to Scott and Camille for their insights, such that they were. More next week. Toodle pip. Did you just see Toodle pip? What? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> toodle pip. What's wrong with Toodle pip? <laughs>